Today's daf is daf Tzadi Aleph. However, we are holding at the Mishnah on Tzadi Amr Aleph at the bottom. Zog Deilig Mishnah Hatokeyalech Avero, a person who boxes his friend in the ear. We're talking about different amounts that Chachamim established for boshes for embarrassment. Raja brings down another pshat that Tokeyalech Avero is he screams in his ear, thereby embarrassing him. But either way, it's embarrassment. That second shot fits later, better on later on the Gemara. No sin, low seller, you have to pay a seller, which is four zoos. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Mishun, Rabbi Yosi Aglili, Mono, you have to pay a hundred zoos. Storo, you gave him a frask, a slap, op, uh, front, open-handed front slap. No sin, low, Masayim, zoos, 200 zoos. But after you give him a backhand, then no sin, low, Arba, zoos, you paid 400 zoos. Tsarim, Ozno, if you pulled on his ear, Talash Basaro, you pulled out his hair. Rakag, you spit the gibbo and it hit the person. Yagibo Roko, Heavir Talisa Mimeno, you pulled off his clothes. Para Rosha Isha, you uncovered the hair uh, the hair of a woman, but shook in the market. No Senlo Arba Mezuz, you have to pay so all of those, I guess, are in the market. You have to pay four hundred Zuz for the embarrassment portion of this. Now, Zaklau. This is the rule. It all goes based on the honor that this person is afforded, what his status is in society. Now, this would seem to be, this clause would be seen to be contradictory to what we said before. Because before we said there's a set amount. It's this amount for this, this amount for this, this amount. And then it says everything's based on the covet of the person. That would make it somewhat... Not a static amount, but it's a, 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 a sliding yeah, scale. Yeah. It's right, more subjective, not an objective amount. So we have to see what that, the clause is saying, the one is going to discuss. Amar Rabbi Akiva, Afila Anish of Yisrael, even the pauper amongst the Jewish people, Rowan also Ki'ilahem Bnei Chorin Shermechsehem, that they will be viewed as if they were once, Chobechor means they were once considered people of status, people of wealth that now have lost their wealth, which means you don't just look at them right now that they're in poverty, but you have to look where they came from, and therefore the amount is going to be higher. Okay? Sheheim b'nei Avram Yitzhak and Yaakov, because at the end of the day, they are all offspring of Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov. Okay. Maiseh be'echot sheporo roisha isha b'shuk. There was a story that a person went and uncovered the hair of a woman in a marketplace. So she came, she lodged a complaint in front of Rabbi Akiva, following the ruling of our Mishnah. He said that, that for that you have to pay 400 zuz. So Amar lo Rabbi Tenlisman. So this fellow said to Rabbi Akiva, give me a little bit of time before I pay back. He gave him that reprieve, he gave him that time off. Shamra, he waited for her, he set a plot, made a plot. He waited, and that she was standing at the entrance to a courtyard, it's a public area everyone can see. And he went by and he smashed a barrel of oil in front of her. And inside was a small amount of oil and isar. Isar is significantly less than 400 zuz. Gilcha as Rosha, she uncovered her hair. And with her hand, she absorbed the oil and I guess conditioner, like, you know, wiped it into her hair. She didn't want to let it see it go to waste. But what, what do you see? 
So Hamidla ate him. So this guy had ate him standing there, knowing that this was going to happen. And Ubalev Nei Rabbi Akiva, he came before Rabbi and he lodged his complaint. He said to him, I have to pay for you uh, humiliating this woman, 400 Zuz, for uncovering her hair. And she uncovers her hair on, on her own just for, uh, for a few dollars. So Amalei, Lo Amar Tlum, Akiva said, that's not an argument. A person who damages himself, even though he's not allowed to do that, but even if he does, Potter, based on I can't make him pay, obviously he can't make him pay himself, but nevertheless, but if others go ahead and do the same type of damage to him, they're going to have to pay. So therefore, what do you see? The fact that someone's willing to do something to themselves does not give you carte blanche to go ahead and do it to them. And similarly, if a person chops down his own fruit trees, it's considered a severe avera to cut down young fruit trees. But nevertheless, and if he does it, Potter, he himself, the courts cannot uh, hold him, find him liable. But but if others do it to him, they're going to have to pay. You can't say, well, he was doing it. Doesn't matter. That does not allow you to do it. So you still have to pay the 400 zuz. Okay. Ibayulahu, the Bnei Yeshiva, uh, I wanted to clarify something. We know that there were two systems of coinage. There was what's known as the Monatsuri, the Turian coins, which is what the Torah generally refers to. And, in the, and, and then there was the Mona, uh, there's the, the Mona Medina. Now the Mona Medina was a later type of coinage, which was one-eighth the original Monatsuri. So when it says over here, according to the Sheet of Yehuda, that you have to pay this person a mono, did he mean it on the... T- the so the Torah uses Tzuri. We know when the, generally the rabbis talk in the Gemara, they're using Medina. The Mishnah, when a Mishnah or a Brisa is referencing, the Gemara wants to know, is that going on when Rabbi Yehuda said a mono, did he mean Tzuri? What do you mean mono Medina? It's a big difference. One is eight times more than the other. So what did he mean? So... That's again, Zibaylu, Manat Suri Tanan, or Manat Medina Tanan. What did the Mishnah mean? So Toshima, come and listen. And one's going to bring a raya. Da'ahu Gavra, there was a certain individual, the Taka Leila Chavre. See how you see the word? Uh, again, it's a Taka, it's not clear. Did he scream in his ear? Did he hit a box him in the ear? Raja again brought both, shot him down. Yehuda. So this, uh, the, the, the victim, I guess, came before Yehuda, and it's Yehuda and it's the grandson of Rebbe. So Amar Ha'ana, so Rabbi Yehuda Nasiya said, I am here, we'll see exactly what this means. I am here, Baha Rabbi Yossi and there is the position of Rabbi Yossi So therefore, Havle Monatsuri, you should go and pay a Monatsuri. So whatever, but the bottom line, he clarified that what Mona was referring to, because that's the detail that we said, that you have to pay a Mona, or Yossi Aglili, referring to a Monatsuri. Shmamina, Monatsuri Tanan, Shmamina, good proof. Now, let's go back to the wording of Yudnasi, it was very strange. I am here, and Rabbi Yossi Aglili is here. What, 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 what does he mean? My, what does it mean, Rabbi Yossi Aglili? So what did that mean? Maybe it's saying as follows. Ha'ana, the Chazisach. He was saying is, I'm here, I saw it happen. I can, attest to, I can attest to it. I saw that you went and you boxed the guy in the, 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 in the ear. 
And Bahar Glili. And since there is the position of Rabyosia Glili, the Amar Manatsuri, that the amount that has to be paid for that exact act is a Manatsuri. Zil Havle Manatsuri. Alright? So now if that's what it means, meaning that bottom line is this doesn't even have to go to court. Why doesn't it have to go to court? Because I am the I am the I am the Abbas, that I'm a judge. I, I'm a judge and I saw it. Therefore, I'm the judge and jury. I am I contest you did it and you have to go pay right away. If that, now that, if that's what it means, it comes out that what are you telling me? You're saying is that any time the courts are present at a time something happens, you don't need to have outside witnesses. The courts can function a dual role. They can then fu- function both as the aid and as the dying. If that's what it means over here, that I can hold you ca- accountable because I saw it, that means you're saying that the shita is over here, is that an aid can become a dying. And we're going to question whether that is possible or not possible. So what it says like this. So the Torah. So what it says as follows. Is that, uh, so, 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 so therefore, lememra, so then if that's what it means, then you're telling me that an aid not a dying. That it's possible that the aid and the dying, they wear, a person can wear two different hats. Simultaneously, it could be the witness and be the judge. Now, the problem with that is, Vatanya, we have a brysa, the Masech Sanhedrin, the Gemara brings down the following. It's actually in Rosh Hashanah, not in Sanhedrin. In Rosh Hashanah, it says, Sanhedrin, Shiro Echad Shaharekas HaNefesh. Happened to be, the Sanhedrin were in a certain place, okay? They had the full Sanhedrin. Now, you only need 23 to, uh, for, for cases of, of capital offenses. Raji says three of you, it's a little bit difficult. But anyway, so you have the whole Sanhedrin were there, and they saw Ruvain get up and kill Shimon. So what should you do? So They should split, split it up, okay? Half of them should function as the witnesses, and the other half should function as the courts, right? Rabbi Akiva says you can't do that anymore because once they saw it, automatically, what does that make them? Uh, well, they're witnesses. And therefore, that precludes them from being able to be judges. So Rabbi Akiva, Omer, Kulam, Edim, all of them are considered Edim. The ain't a nas and dying. Rabbi Kiva continued, and he said, and a, ju- a witness cannot be a judge. It means you cannot judge. A judge has to be able to judge impartially, right? He cannot judge impartially if he is the witness, right? That is that's the point that Rabbi Akiva is making. Now, the more points out like this: that even Rabbi Tarfun, Rabbi Tarfun was just disagreeing on that particular point. Rabbi Tarfun said we can split it. We can have half of them being the witnesses and half of them being the judges. Rabbi Akiva disagreed. He says, once they become witnesses, they can't be judges, right? That's what he saw. But you see that even if Rabbi Ritarfun agrees that to act in the same power as both witness and judge together, that he's agreeing you cannot do. Because otherwise, why would he have to say half the based in should be witnesses, half of them should be judges? So Adkan Loka Amar Rabbi Tarfun. Rabbi Tarfun's point that he's making is Ella, the Mitzazan doesn't aid him, that he has his partial of them, part of them can be the Aidim, or Mitzazan and part of them can be the Dayanim. Aval, but to say that the aid himself, Nazadayan, could function both as the aid and the dying, look Amr, he wasn't saying that. He wouldn't he agrees that you can't do that. He agrees with Rabbi Akiva on that. Both, but you could be either. 
You, but you got to pick which one you're going right, to be, right. right? But the point is that then that can't be what Yehuda Nasiya was telling this guy. I, since I saw it, go pay him because I can be the, oh. the witness and the, you can't, an aid cannot be the die in Lechorum, right? So what it says, so that, that's, that's the problem. So the problem, the Brisa, that's in Masechah's Rosh Hashanah, which predates significantly the position of Rabbi Yehuda Nasiya, who was only the grandson of Rebbe. These were two, three generations before Rebbe. How could he be disagreeing with both opinions on this particular matter, right? You hear the question? So Moran says like this, no. That now the one is going to say a very interesting nuance, interesting wrinkle. The one says that case where the Sanhedrin saw Ruvain kill Shimon, the case over there is as follows. It happened, it was in the middle of the night. Now let me explain to you what, what the, the, the Lomdas of here, this is where Rashi says it. Let me explain it outside. What the Gemara wants to say is that Rabbi Tarfun's position is not that he agrees with Rabbi Akiva, that a witness cannot be a judge. That's not the point that, that, that he's making. Rabbi Tarfun holds is that a witness, a witness could be a judge, but you know, in order for the witness to be a judge, at, this, at the same time that he becomes the witness, that the information comes to him, then at that same time, he can hold the courts, he can make the judgment at that time. Because he holds, listen, the, what's the, the, the best type of, what's better, if I, if I hear somebody testify before me, or I am the source of the testimony myself. L'chora, there's no, hearing it is, 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 seeing it is better than hearing it, right? You could argue, correct? Right. So, but he always, but in order for that to happen, you have to have testimony. Now, how does testimony work? Well, either somebody can come and testify before you, that's valid testimony, or if at the time that you saw it happen, you immediately adjudicate, you immediately judge at that time, so then we could say is that your information over here circumvented the need for the testimony, because the bottom line is that you're acting on at immediately, as soon as it came to you, you're acting upon it, you'd be able to do it. But let's say the courts which either happened in the middle of the night, that's when they saw the information. But at that time, they couldn't, act, they couldn't judge. Why couldn't they judge of that? Because you can't make it based it at night, which means they had to wait now, they had to wait uh, eight hours till the next morning. At this point, that information, says Raj, is considered like secondhand information. Because they're not judging on what they saw right now. They're judging on something, on information that was previously came to them much earlier. So therefore, in order to use that information, it has to be considered edus. And in order to be considered edus, somebody has to testify to it. It can't be, because that's, that's almost like hearsay. Even though it's, it's, it's a little strange, because it's them themselves that were the ones that saw it <coughs> eight hours ago. But in order to work on what you saw, that it should not have this problem of a lack of 
of Eidus, that it's hearsay, you have to be able to act on it right away. If you're not able to act on it right away, and you have to have a lapse, because you could not judge on it right away, then you actually need Eidus. You cannot rely on it. That's a shot in Rabbi Tarfa. Now, if that's shot, then it comes out. But if you are able to act on it like right away, like in the case of Yehud and Asiyah, he's standing there. He sees the guy box him in the ear. He can be both the judge and the witness simultaneously because he's acting on the information that he saw immediately. <coughs> Excuse me. That's the shot over there. Let's go on. Someone says like this. Um, uh, so one second. He says, no, so I didn't I don't know. I don't to sit in court. They weren't able to paskin halacha to do the judgment at that time. And therefore, that's why they cannot work use on that information. But if it's a time they could judge right away, they were able to use that information. But therefore, an aid could be a dying, and that's talk of Eunice is paskining like Rabbi Tarfan. Ebois Ema, we can have an alternative answer. The Ebois uh, Ema, what did, we're trying to understand, what did Rabbi Huda mean when he said, I am here, uh, and, and Rabbi Yosia Glili? What was he saying? So Ebois Ema, he says like this, He says, I am here to paskin the halacha, and I happen to hold in halacha for this type of damage. Who do you paskin? We hold like Rabbi Yosei It says it's going to be Tamar But not that I'm going to uh, testify to it because I saw, I, 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 I'm the judge. I can't testify to it. But I have, well, there are witnesses that saw what happened. the Masadi Bach. There are witnesses that testify, can testify on your behalf. Zil Havle can testify against you, I'm sorry. Zil Havle have a monetary. Therefore, go and bring, a, go and pay him a hundred uh, Zuz. So basically, this way, basically, it avoids the, the, the controversy altogether. Because he's not saying, I'm going to function as both. All he was saying is, listen, I'm here already. I'm here already. And I'm willing to, and, 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 and being here is, 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 is I, I take the position of Rabbi Yosei, that's 100 Zeus, but you still need testimony. I can be the judge, but I can't be the witnesses. Therefore what? Go find, uh, but there are witnesses. Go find those witnesses, bring them, and then I, 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 I'm going to make you pay 100 Zeus. All right. Says the Gemara like this. Okay. But based on the price that we just learned, that, that, that it comes out that what is Rabbi Akiva? Rabbi Akiva unequivocally, he says clearly that once you saw it, that even, that disqualifies you from being a judge. Very interesting the logic because you cannot act impartially if you've already made up your mind. And if you saw it, then how can you act impartially? That, yeah, you, hear, you hear the shot. So it's it like this, Vesavar Rabbi Akiva, Dein Eden Asadayin, does Rabbi Akiva hold that a witness cannot also be a judge. The Hatanya, Lechor, we have the following Brysa. What does the Brysa say? It says, Hika ish esre'eyu ba'evin o ba'egrov. This is talking about in the laws of damages, right? The guy doesn't die. But it says that the, that the person struck, the perp struck the victim either with a stone, with a rock, or with his fist. Now, obviously, the Torah is trying to teach me something about the weapon. Because, why did he just say, he struck, he struck him and the guy didn't die? Why did I have to identify 
the weapon as being either the rock or his fist. So we have a machlokas tanoim here. Shimon Timni holds why it, it wants to compare rock to fist. Why does it want to be rock to fist? So let me explain to you outside what he's going to hold. Shimon Timni holds that for laws of not only capital offenses, because this is actually written by the laws of damages, based in have to assess the weapon to make sure that the weapon and the blow that was rendered is capable of causing the damage that, that it caused. Meaning like this, let's say this guy had a pre-existing condition, brittle bones or something like that, but, and, and the, 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 the fist and the force of that fist on the, guy, the guy's hand and, and, or the rock, the size of the rock, and the force it was thrown should not in a normal situation been able to cause that kind of damage, they are not going to make the person, the chora, have to pay. In order for the person to have to pay, an assessment needs to be done to make sure that what? It's possible for that damage. That, that damage could occur through the weapon. And who is required to make that assessment? The base din, the dayonim, all right? So that's what Rabbi Shimon Timni holds. Shimon Timni holds, Omer Ma Egrov, why does it compare rock to fist? So, because what's unique about a fist? Miuchad, that it is, uh, it, 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 it's, it's, uh, uh, um, it, what's unique about a fist is Shemozel Edel Edem. It's something that clearly can be assessed by the, uh, the, the, the base din is the Ada, and the Adim and the witnesses, because you can't hide your fist, right? I mean, we're gonna know we're gonna see it. So too, Af, so too, a rock as well, even though a rock is something that could get lost or get hidden, right? Evidence gets lost all the time. Therefore, in order for the verdict to be rendered, what has to happen? The rock has to be presented in base din for an assessment to be made to ensure that the cause of the damage aligns with the damage that was caused. Okay. So therefore, I've called muscle aid, so to all uh, weapons that are, uh, have to be given over to the ADA, to the based in and the ADIM, not just the ADIM, but the based in and the ADIM, Prat, which would exclude Shayotsamitagazi the ADIM, that let's say got lost, the ADIM saw it but the Adem lost it and weren't able to bring it to Beistin. Means you cannot rely on the say-so of the Adem. Even if the Adem can describe it exactly, it doesn't matter. According to Shimon Timni, the Pasuk is telling me, where does this assessment have to be made? Not just by the Adem, but needs to be made in Beistin. Okay? Hold on a second. All right, now. Uh, so I'm a low Rabbi Akiva. So now Rabbi Akiva said to him as follows: The Chibifne based in he calls. He says it can't be that it has to be done in front of based in because the 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 act didn't take place in front of based in. Now, if you're telling me that what what does the assessment require? It's not just determining the size of the weapon, right? In order to determine the damage, what has to go into, the, into play, right? It's not just the size of the fist, the size of the rock. 
It's the angle by which it was struck. It's the force behind it. It's what part of the body did it hit. There's a lot of things which the, the, the base then will never get to see firsthand. The only ones that had the ability to see that firsthand is the Adim. Therefore, says Rabbi Akiva, therefore, the whole assessment only needs to be done by the Adim, and the base then will rely on the testimony of the Adim to make that determination. So even if it was lost, as long as it was lost after the aid and were able to evaluate it, then you can still rely on that information. Is that, is that, that clear? So therefore, like this. <coughs> so I'm a little bit Did this damage take place in front of Beistin? Shayodin, that they should know how many times he hit him, on what part of the body did he hit him, whether it was on his calf, or whether it was on the lobe of his heart. Furthermore, let's say the way the damage was caused is by getting pushed off a roof. Omroshabiro getting pushed off a building, the mace, and the guy dies. Based in Hochen Etzel Biro or Biro Lechas Etzel Based in, is there any require that Based in have to go to the murder place and look at the building, or do you have to take down the building and rebuild it in front of Based in? We don't say that, even though that's the murder weapon, right? We don't require that. But oh, and furthermore, Imnaflir. Uh, let's say the, the building, let's say oh, yeah, yeah, the, the, the building, they, they have to be able to see the building. Let's say the building collapsed. Are we now required to go ahead and rebuild the building so that they can see the building in order to, and they can assess whether it could have been the, 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 the source of the person being killed? So based in Holchin Etzel Bira, I'm sorry, Sechaz Yabona Elam, Ma Egrov. So according to Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Akiva, what's the right way to dash in this? Ma egrov meyuchad, what is unique about a fist? Shumosel edim means the edim are the ones that are able to see the fist. Forget about basting, you don't need basting to see it. As long as the edim are able to single out, and therefore it is physically possible to see the fist, the person can't hide his fist. So av culture, so all weapons has to be mosel edim, has to be uh, given over to the edim to have assess the capabilities of that weapon vis-a-vis the damage that it created. Prat, which be to the exclusion, that let's say that the stone was lost by the, by, by the perp. I mean, the perp was able to either lose it or get rid of it before what? Before the Adem were able to assess it. So in such a case, Potter, in such a case, then you will not be able to hold him responsible for the damage or the death. We can't do that. But it doesn't require the assessment being made by Beisdin, but it does require the assessment be made by Adem. Now, listen to the Chap. What did Rabbi Akiva say to Rabbi Shimonat Timni? He said to him, he said, were the Beisdin present that they can testify to the type of damage that it was, right? The answer to that, no, because they weren't there. They were sitting in Yerushalayim or they were sitting in the courts when this took place in the forest, right? On the fields, right? That's, that was, but, it, but what do you see from the question? That if in fact they were present, if the Beistin were present when it happened, then they would be able to attest to the type of weapon and how it occurred, even though they're the Beisdin. So what do you see from Rabbi Akiva that it's possible for the Beisdin? To be both. To be both. And we said before that it's not. Right, you hear the question? Yeah. When it says like this, Tanimiyat that we taught in the Bryson nevertheless, is that Amar Lord Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva said to Hashem and Atimni, 
Rechig Bifnei Beistin, he called, did this, uh, 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 did this blow take place in front of Beistin? Shayodim, that they were able to know Kamekar, how many blows there were, and, or how many, or, or, or on what part of the body. It implies, though, ha he called Bifnei, implies, according to the questioning of Rabbi Kiva, that if in fact the blow took place in front of Beistin, then Eid Nasadayim, then the Eid and the witness could be the judge. Someone says, not a Raya. They were actually just, he himself holds you can't. He knew that Shimon Timni holds that you can't. So basically, he was saying is, according to you though, that you hold that the assessment has to be made by the judges, did the blow take place in front of the judges? Because you're right, if it would have taken by the horizon, you would have been able to do it, but we know that it didn't. But according to Rabbi Akiva himself, even if it took place in front of the judges, that wouldn't have helped, that would have hurt, because once it took place in front of them, they wouldn't have been able to be the judges. But he was just asking it from the perspective of Rabbi Shimon Timni, not from his own position. But Leila Svirle himself does not hold of this matter. Okay, let's go weiter. Tanu Rabbanu, we learned in a brysum. Shortam shehemis. If you have a shortam, that is an animal that has not gored three times yet. Now remember, a shortam, when you pay for damages, you pay only from the actual animal itself. You sell the animal, you pay chatzinezek from the animal's body, but you don't pay from the person's wallet or from the person's house. But a shortam that does kill someone has the same aloha as a shormuot. What happens to a short time that kills? It takes a lien on everything else. A short time that kills a person oh, short, no, is executed. Short, right. The same way as a muot is executed. 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 Now, what happens in the following situation? A short time, shehem is vehezik. This short time went on a rampage. It killed one person and it damaged another or it damaged Right, it damaged property, let's say, yeah. okay? So now, Danin also did an afoshos. The only option you have here is that you have to uh, do a, uh, uh, the capital offense first. For ain't Danin also did a momentous, and you will not be able to do the monetary, the compensatory case. Why? Because the compensatory case can only be paid from the animal itself. From the animal itself. And therefore, and, and therefore, once you, uh, you adjudicate the capital offense case, then that animal becomes Osir Bahano. Right? So therefore, you're not going to be able to sell it to pay. So you're pretty much going to be stuck. You're only going to, now, why can't you do it the other way around? Why shouldn't you do the monetary case? Because we're not going to allow you to do the monetary case. Because not a, we're not, we, since we know that this animal is involved in a capital offense and it has to be executed, we're not going to allow you to go and sell the animal and divide it up and pay off the thing. If this animal stands to be executed, we have to first get it executed before we can allow you to use it as payment for the monetary case. All right? Now, if it is a shara muad, now, without looking at the b'risa, now this actually makes it a little easier because shoramud, you don't have to use the animal to pay for the monetary case. So l'chore, it would be technically possible to execute the animal, right? And also adjudicate the monetary case. Why? 
Because I don't need to pay for a muad from the animal. It comes from the aliyah. It comes from the person's pocket, from the person's assets at home. In the muad case, you can actually... Uh... You should be l'chora. Now, but let's see what the actual b'raiset does say. Uh, now, if it is a muad shehemis v'hizik, Dani knows that dinah mamanos, first do the monetary case, and then you go back and you do the capital of case. Now, but if you did the capital offense first, you cannot go back and do the din mominus. Now, that does not make sense at first glance. Why doesn't it make sense? I understand that you can do both cases because you don't have to use the animal to pay the money. But why should it make a difference what the order is? Right? Yeah. Meaning, I, the Chorah, by, by the case of the Tom, I understand. You want an animal has to be executed, we're not going to allow you to do the monetary case first and sell the animal because it has to be executed. You have to execute it and you lose the money. By the Muad, the benefit is that you don't need to pay with the animal. If you don't need to pay with the animal, why can't you do both cases and who cares which one is done first? But no, that's not what the Brizer said. The Brizer says you first do the Mamanus and only then we allow you to do the... Uh, and, and then you can go to the capital. But if you do the capital first, then you can't go ahead and do the Mamanus. Now the question is why? Right? You understand what the problem over here is? So Moira says like this, If they went and did the capital case by the Muad first, so my Havi, so what, what's the big deal? So go back and do the financial case. You don't need the animal to pay off the financial, financially pay, Nezek Sholemi from Minaliyah. You don't need to pay from the da- animal. So even if you shafted the, uh, you, you stoned the animal and it's also Ba'ano, you still should be able to pay back the financial case with me. Someone says, I'm a Rava. So Rava said this problem he had. So he went to the Rabban and the Bay Rav. He went to the base Medrash. Sometimes the Bay Rav means the Yeshiva of Rav. But Rava was a couple of generations after Rav. So it can't be the Yeshiva of Rav. So the Yasviveka Amri. And they were sitting and saying the following. They said, You know who this goes like? This goes like Shimon Timni. Shimon Timni said, that in order to hold a person liable, you have to be able to uh, assess the, either the weapon of damage or the weapon of, the, the, the weapon has to be assessed, all right? And it has to be assessed by who? You can't rely on witnesses, it has to be assessed by the base thing. Which now, therefore, they say, I guess, therefore, if you had to execute the animal first, you now cannot bring it for the, fun, for the monetary case because now you're not gonna be able to assess it for the monetary case. Therefore, first, do the monetary case, assess it for that case, and then go ahead and execute the animal. So now that explains the order, if you learn that way. But it only goes then like Shimon Timni that the assessment has to be made by the judges. <coughs> you cannot use the assessment of the witnesses. Someone says like this, how many of Shimon Timni? This is going like Shimon Timni. The Amar who said, that what is unique about the fist? That it is... And it can be identified by both the the the, the, the based in and the witnesses. So all weapons have to be identified and assessed by the based in. So Amma Ben you see you need to have an assessment on the weapon. And by the way, not just for capital offenses, but even for uh, com- compensatory cases, monetary cases. The the And therefore, if you first did the uh, the, the capital case first. 
and the verdict was that the animal has to be executed, the halacha is just as when a person is a capital of offense, he cannot wait. Once the verdict is rendered, you have to right away execute him, so to buy the animal. Because one would say, well, just wait, wait, don't execute the animal, wait three days, and then when we, uh, when we, when we adjudicate for the monetary case, right, then you'll go ahead. No, you can't do that, because once the verdict has been given on the capital case, right away what do you have to do? You have to execute the animal. If you have to execute the animal, the weapon will not be ve- uh, 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 for the for the in the next case. So therefore, the government we do not delay for the assessment the because we cannot delay the judgment of the first case. And I said to them, that's a nice shot, but the problem is that shot only works like Shemina it doesn't work like Rabbi Akiva. So I said to my filotem Rabbi Akiva, I want to say shot to go work even according to Rabbi Akiva. Askinan, the case over here was Kigoyin Shebarach. We're talking away as follows. Is this guy realizes, he says like this, my animal, they have my animal, my animal's going to be executed anyways, nothing I can do about it. But monetary case, if the monetary case comes up, then they're going to go after my assets. Because again, in the case of Muad, they can go after my assets. So he ran away with his assets. So about a case where he ran away with his assets, and therefore that's why if they did the uh, if they did the capital case first, they're not able to do the uh, the what's his name? They're not able to do the monetary case. Why? Because if this uh, case the Gemara holds is because in order to hold somebody liable, he has to be present. And if this guy ran away. So you cannot hold him liable, so therefore we cannot do the monetary case because he's not around, he ran away. So Moses says, You don't have to make him run away with his assets yet, that's going to come in a moment. Moses says, He ran away, he's not around to be to, for the case. All right? Moses one second. If you're telling me it's because a guy who ran away because he want, doesn't want to be here for the monetary case, so then what difference does it make if he ran away and the monetary case was after the capital offense, or if the, the, the monetary case was before the capital Either way, if he's running away from the monetary case, you're not going to be able to do the monetary case without him present. So then, how does that answer the question of the order? Right? You hear the problem here. Even if it wasn't a case where they hadn't done the capital offense yet, and the monetary case goes first, but how can you do the monetary case first if what? If this guy's running away from the monetary case, even if the monetary case is before the capital, you're not going to be able to do the monetary case if the guy's running away from the monetary case. You wouldn't be able to do the capital case either if the guy ran away, by the way. But the point is, he's running away from the monetary case, so why is it only a problem if it's after the capital, but it's not a problem if it's before the capital case? So it's like this. So therefore, if he ran away, if they did not adjudicate the capital phase case yet, Still, how can we go ahead and do the monetary case that didn't have right? Below Balaam, without the owner being there, right? So it says like this, and the case was as follows. The Kabil Sadi, that the, the witnesses already testified, the testimony was already given, all the information was there for the monetary case, and he was there. What he ran away from is that he didn't want to be around for the person, for the verdict 
to be uh, to be able to be fulfilled because it's an issue. He wanted to take his money and run away. So it's not a problem. It's not a judiciary issue. It's not a legal issue that he's not around. He was around. He was around. He just knew he was going to lose. So but, but, or, he, or he already did lose. But he left and took his money with him. Yeah. So basically, so we'll see why it makes a difference the order now. But we're saying basically it's like this. is The case was not that he wasn't around for the monetary case. In both cases, he was there and the testimony was given. All right? But he ran away. He ran away, skipped town. So you cannot get the money from him from the... Uh, from, and, and the ox you cannot use either. Why, why can't you use the ox if the, 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 if the, if the capital right? case went first? The ox has to be killed. killed. All right? So one of says like this. Again. But bottom line, if, he ran, if the issue is he ran away and took his assets with him, so you don't have assets to pay for the monetary case. Right? So, so again, what's the difference? Whether he does, you do the monetary case first, or you do the monetary case sec, uh, second, you still, if the guy ran away, took his assets, so he doesn't have to pay the monetary cases, what difference does it make about the order? Why are we telling you, do the monetary case first, and do the capital case second? What difference does it make? You're not gonna get the monetary payment. Why aren't you gonna get the monetary payment? Because we told him about a case that what? That the guy took off, he took his money with him. And the Chorah, you can't use the animal. Why can't you use the animal for the monetary payment? Because uh, it has to be executed. So then, what difference does it make? So what it says like this. So, 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 mehecha <coughs> mishtalim. Bottom line. Uh, 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 so for bottom line, mehecha mishtalim. How are you going to end up getting paid if the guy took off with the assets? So Moses is a very interesting thing. Moses is like this, is, let me speak it outside and we'll see it inside. What I was going to say, you're right. If the capital case was adjudicated first, then the first thing we're gonna do is have to execute the animal. And now, you wanna, we're gonna do the monitor case, you're gonna get stuck, because he's gonna run away with his assets, and what's gonna end up happening? You're gonna have nothing to collect from. So Moses says, well, if that's the problem, even if you do the monitor case first, right? You're still going to have the same problem, because, if he runs away with his assets, how are you going to get paid? No, because even though it's true that if the animal has, is going to be adjudicated and going to be executed, you cannot use its meat and whatever it is, but if that case hasn't happened yet, what we will allow you to do is allow you to use the animal for plowing. We will allow you to use it for plowing to work off the debt now that could only be if the capital offense had not take a case that not happened yet. Because if the capital case had ha- already yeah, happened, yeah. then you'd have to kill it right away. So that's the shot. So what it says is Meridia. Meridia means we're gonna let him use it for plowing for, uh, and that's how he's gonna pay, uh, the, the, the debt will be paid off. So it means even the guy ran away with his assets, that there's still, he didn't take his cow with him. So therefore, that's what he's going to be able to get, uh, the, the, the victim's gonna recoup his loss. So Moses says like this, well, if that's true, then why don't we say the same thing by the Tom? By the Tom, we said if it's a Tom that uh, killed and damaged, you don't have a choice. The animal has to be executed and, and, and you don't get my payment. Right. Why not do it the other way around? And, in the model, let it do the field, work it off, and then... So I'll tell you why. Because a Tom, you can only get the... You're only allowed to get the value of the animal itself. The animal working is not considered to be 
from the flesh of the animal. And therefore, that's not a payment we're allowed to make for the Tom. Tom can only be Migufo. That's not considered Migufo. Even though the body's doing the plowing, but that's not considered Migufo. It doesn't work it's by Tom. Correct. So, so therefore, by Tamos, and then get payment from the, uh, from the, from the plowing, uh, for the plowing. But only then do the capital offense. So, Rav, from here we see is that Ridya Aliyah de Marehu, that's considered Aliyah, that's considered from, the, from his house. It's not considered from what? The goof. From the goof of the animal, excellent. Now, in order to understand the next piece of Gemara, I, very often I've point, pointed out before, we've seen Shas, that sugyas are not linear. I mean, it's not, okay, that sugya happened, now the next sugya happened. Sometimes these things took place historically at different times, but it doesn't mean that one came later than the other. It's clear that this Shiloh we're asking now did not come after the last Gemara. Because if it came after the last Gemara, then we're going to see the, the proof to the Shaila is something that we brought from the last Gemara. So we didn't know that yet. All right, we didn't know it yet. What is the Shaila? The Shaila, what the Gemara wants to know is Iboyulahu. Where's the, where's the place? Iboyulahu, Bnei Yeshiva had the following Shaila. Yesh Omed the Nezokin or Ain Omed the Nezokin. When we have to assess a weapon, is that just the case of a murder weapon? Or do we also assess for damages? Meaning, do we say, the bottom line is, you damage the guy. I don't care what his susceptibility was, what his susceptibility. The fact is, that caused the damage, you pay for it, I don't care. Now, by murder, we don't say that. By murder, we say, well, that blow shouldn't have killed him. That blow shouldn't have killed him. You're not Chayv Misa. But do we say this thing by damages? Or by damages, whatever the damage is, you need to pay. Or is there assessment done on the weapon for damaging as well? Clearly, we already just got through saying is we do it, and that's what the more is going to bring later. But that's why this sugya seems to be not immediately after the sugya from before. Now let's keep going. Me, Amrin, and do we say, look at Dinan, that Bahachi, is specifically for capital offenses. We can make a determination, this should have killed him, this would not have killed him. Any type of blow with any type of weapon, whatever the damage is created, you have to pay for. Maybe the same way as you make an assessment for capital crimes, you also make the assessment for damages as well. Toshima, come and listen. We learned earlier in the Masechta, all right, we had before on Dav Nun, we learned that if a bar is ten fucking deep, and, a, and an animal dies in it, you have to pay. But if it's less than 10 fachim, you don't pay because a bar that is less than 10 fachim is not considered to be enough of a blow. It's not a death blow. It's not a death blow. But you will be chayev for damages. Now, the Gemara understands right now, you'll be chayev for damages no matter how high it is. Now, if it doesn't matter how high it is, it means going from the bottom up. From one to, to, to nine, you're high for damages. That would seem to imply that we don't do an assessment. Because really what you should say is, well, let's take a look. Was it enough to cause the broken leg? Was it enough? But it doesn't matter much, but anything from one to nine, you're high. So it's much, we don't do an assessment. It's an assessment, though. You've assessed that it's one to nine. Yeah, yeah. No, we know what it, no, assessment doesn't mean that we, we know, we can measure it's five, but is a bar of five, 
on most animals, will they break the leg on, 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 on board one? Or do we say maybe it has osteoporosis or whatever? I don't know. Uh, we're like, not assessing we're the not, We don't care. We don't care. No. Well, it says, only if it's enough to kill, which is asara tvochim. So any boar that is at least in tvochim, you're going to be high for the death of the animal. If it's, any, if it's less, and then what assumes that it's anything less than ten tvachim, but novel and an animal fall into it, a chamorah donkey, it makes, is potter, uh, if it dies, it's potter, but if it causes damage, it's chayim, so my love is not the shot of this brysa, mimata lamala, means from zero up to nine, either way you're going to be chayim, under all circumstances you're chayim, right? So this is what it's saying. from one to up to ten. Misa leka, there's no misa, but nezakin does exist between one and ten. Alma and nezakin called the So you see, for nezakin of any amount, it does it without an assessment. You don't do an assessment in a zokin. Someone says, no, that's what it. That's not how to understand it. What it means is that at ten, it becomes a boar that kills. Less than 10 is already where the Nezokin can happen. Now, how much? It could be nine and a half, it could be nine, it could be eight, but it doesn't mean anything less than 10 you're gonna to have to be high of Nezokin. We'll still have to assess it to ensure that the Nezek could have happened. That's what it means. It doesn't mean from zero to 10. It means from below 10 down. That's how you have to understand it. It means from 10 down. That's how you have to evaluate it. From ten, a ten that already can cause death. Bakas Masara put a little bit less than ten. That's Nazakin Isa will cause Nazakin Misa Laika. But Loyla Memalak, Yesh Omed, but I'll really in reality you have to do an assessment for Nazakin. Under ten can cause Nezak, but you have to assess it to see if the Nezak is Shayah. Bechol midi v'midi, and each thing, depending on the damage that occurred, when the damage happens, you have to ensure that the damage that occurred was shayach to the fall that it took. But not that you have carte blanche. Toshema, come and listen. If you uh, uh, smashed your Evid by his eye, you smashed him next to his eye, and that caused blindness. Al Ozni smashed him against his ear, and it caused him to be deaf. All right, Evid Yotzu Bahen, and Evid goes out from the laws of Roshay Varim, he goes out, Shane Vahin, he goes out free. Keneged Eino, Rashi learns is that you hit a wall next to where his eye, and the fear, the trauma, caused him to go blind, right? Keneged Eino, the Eino now he can't see. Keneged Ozno, you hit a, a, a wall next to his ear, and again, the fear caused him to lose his, I'm not exactly sure how it works. It's uh, not the pieces that come out. No, I don't believe it is. I don't believe it is. Keneged Ozno, Ve'enosh Amen, now he's deaf. Ein Eved Yosem Elecheirus. He doesn't go free. Why doesn't he go free? My time. The reason is that he doesn't go free is because we need to do an assessment. And the assessment is that a blow that is against the wall or a blow that is, is uh, for most people would not cause the result that they should go blind or they should uh, go deaf. So you see, you do need to make an umdana. We don't say that it's subjective. No, there's an objective reality that has to be assessed. All right? So shmami, no, yesh umdana. All right? 
Yesh umdana lenizakin. So we see there is an umdana for damages. Like says more like this. Mishum damina. It's a different reason over there because the reason why a person may uh, becomes deaf or or blind when you make you punch next to the wall next to them is because they got afraid. Fear is not. We cannot say fear is something you cause the person because that's something they cause themselves. They cause it to themselves. Something they cause themselves, we cannot, like a grandma, we cannot hold you responsible for. So what it says like this. So that my, look, Amrinan, who the boys nafsha, he caused the fear to himself. Can a sign like we learned to the Bryce. And again, how to learn this Bryce exactly, I'm not sure. But let's see. Amavis es Chavero, if you scare your friend and he got damaged because of it, Potter, Midena Adam, Chavne Shaman. Shamayim, you're going to be held responsible, you're, you're, you're in, either indirectly. But you cannot be, you caused him fear in your chive. Ketzar, what's an example? Takaba Ozna. So here, Takaba Ozna would seem to mean that you screamed in his ear, not that you punched him. So he screamed in his ear, Vechirshon, he went deaf. Right? So it can't, again, it's got something to do with the fear. It's not the, the you broke his eardrum because of the force of the, uh, all right? Potter. Now, if you grabbed him that he couldn't move out of the way. No, no, no. You grabbed him that, and you screamed into his ear that he can't even move away. So that's much more direct. You made him deaf, you're a chayu. So exactly the difference. But anyway, the point it's trying to say is that fear itself is not a, you cannot be mechayu. But therefore you don't have a right that there's an umdana. It could be, there's no, there is no umdana that's made. All right, Toshima, come and listen. When we have the five pa- payments that have to be made for damage somebody, then we're going to see three out of the five, the assessment is made immediately and the payments are made immediately. The devaluation of the person. All right, nezek. Uh, the uh, the uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, what's his, uh, what, what else is there? The um, embarrassment? embarrassment is paid right away. Bosh is paid right away. Okay, but we're going to see two out of the five repuy and shevis convalescence, paying for the convalescence or paying for the unemployment that occurs during the convalescence no. is that Acha Yisrape. It, it's not a one-time payment, and that one-time payment then, it wants, if, you go, if you, like, you go past it, let's say they said it's gonna be a, you pay for six months, and the guy needed nine months, we don't say you don't get the extra three. If he needs the extra three, you pay for the extra three, all right? Now, uh, so therefore, the two, those two out of the five, then you, then you they, they, now the Bach takes out the next few words. Amdu is that that the Bach says a mistake, not in the right gear. So take it out. So we're going to start for the next words. Amdu. Let's say they evaluate him, and the other, the opposite happens. Let's say they said this guy needs six months of medical care, and the guy was a fighter, and after four months. He's good. He's good. Who, what happens with the remaining two months? Things are not right. He gets to keep it. It's like, a, like an insurance, you know. Uh, you keep the balance. You go, well, it's not fair. No. That why? Why do we say that? Uh, so, because we'll see in a moment. But anyway, what we see, what we see is that which says beferish that they made an assessment for him for six months and it went nine months. So what do you see? An assessment is made, right? So, so therefore like this, the yesh omed nezokin, someone says like that, that's not a riot. 
Lameimad gavra kama liktsar miha maka and kama lo miktsar lo miktsar lo kama bailan. Making an assessment to determine how long should this person be in hospital, should be sick for, uh, how long should he be uh, for him to recover. Of course, that assessment is made. That's how you evaluate ripui. That wasn't the shaila. Our shaila devadei amdina ki kama bailan is lameimad chevtsa. Our Shiloh was, is do we have to evaluate the, the, the weapon? Was the weapon masugal? Was this a type of weapon that could cause the damage that it caused? Or maybe it's because of some in, innate weakness in the guy. That's our Shiloh. That, uh, the fact that you say, did the blow itself, the, 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 the damage itself, how much time does it need for, for convalescence? That of course, everyone agrees you make that evaluation. But the Mehmet Kevtsa, he could cause that damage. So therefore, uh, so that my, that's the Shiloh we have. So Toshema, that now goes back to the Sugi we just had before. Shemina Timni Omer, he said, What's unique about a fist? In the Paris of Nezokin, it says that you struck him with a fist or you start struck him with a rock. Why is it put rock and fist together? So it says, It can be assessed by the based in and the witnesses. Now what is it being assessed for? It says it has to be assessed. We're not talking about a capital offense over there. That buzzing is talking about damage. You're assessing to see whether or not this blow should have, re- the damage that resulted from this blow. So what do you see? So shmami no, we have a good ride. Okay, John, we'll stop over here.